The 80s were an era of musical excess, and photographer Mark Weissguy Weiss was there to document the biggest and most dangerous bands of the time. From Van Halen, Ozzy, Metallica, to Bon Jovi, Motley Crue, and Guns N' Roses, the Decade That Rock podcast will look back at the period's most historic music and moments through Mark's iconic images. New interviews with rock stars, both old and new, will give fans a backstage pass to the most hedonistic era in music. Along for the ride is me, Mark's co-host, Greg Alpern, music journalist, comedy podcast host, and 80s rock addict, and I'll help shape the conversation from a fan's perspective. Come with us for a decadent celebration of the decade that rocked. All right, Mark, so I think the best way for us to start off this podcast, for all the people listening, is to explain how you got the name Weiss Guy. There's a very interesting story to it. I was on the road with Ozzy, 1984. Motley Crue was the opening band. My first shot at him in 1982. Nikki asked me if I wanted to go on the bus and ride with them for a few shows. I said, yeah, of course. I mean, you know, they had it going on. Let me yes, tell you, you know. So, uh, you know, he escorted me on the bus. Uh, Tommy, Tommy Lee was sitting in the driver's side and he put his leg down so I couldn't pass. And then he grabbed my arms. And while he grabbed my arms and I couldn't move, Nikki started biting my leg. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell are you doing? And he goes, draw blood. I'm like, what? And he goes, draw blood. I'm like, I don't know what he's talking about. You know, and he wanted me to bite him back and draw right. blood on him. Yeah, and, yeah. And so I refused until he's, I start, my leg actually started bleeding. And uh, Tommy was like, you know, you know, pouring the Jack Daniels down my throat. Right. And I was in a good spot where I felt I was, worthy of drawing blood of Nikki six. So <laughs> I bit him back <laughs> and then they let me on the bus. And, right. and I remember uh, Vince like shaking his head, you know, like, Oh, come on, like leave him alone. Right. And then I, I saw and then Mick it, later on in that night um, after I passed the initiation, yeah. which I found out later, they, I wasn't the only victim. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, we sat down and watched, we watched the three stooges, me and Mick and, uh, you know, one of the guys, I think it was Curly, goes, hey, Weiss guy in the movie. Right. And and then Mick Mars kind of dubbed me the Weiss guy. And uh, that's how my name came. And then when I came off the road, uh, we did a spread in one of the magazines, Faces magazine of that trip. And I put down in the masthead, Mark Weiss guy Weiss, you know, wow. photos by. Right. And that was it. It stuck. And, it, and it's here now, 35, 40 years later. Yeah. So, I mean, I think, you know, part of what's exciting about this is that we get to talk about, obviously, you know, those types of things on the newer side, but then really also take a look back at the decade and, you know, how that defined and shaped music to kind of where it is today. And, you know, what's what's super interesting is that, you know, the classic rock scene, which is now where the 80s music falls into is is as popular today i think as it was when it was new and fresh right which is a, a tribute to not only the music and the artists and the longevity but also the quality music and looking at the quality all things are there it's the it's the music it's the image it's everything that shaped that so i think that that's what's exciting about us bringing that to listeners through you and your photos but also by talking to these guys so you know like maybe you can tell us a little bit about what to expect as we take this journey well, it's all about the music. I mean, the music really, because they were persistent, really did stand the test of time. And they are as successful as they were then as they are now. So, yeah. uh, you know, it's all about, you know, getting listeners, you know, I'm looking forward to talking with and uh, not talking with, but um, uh, having 
be listened to by the new generation of rock fans. Like right. I like the, I always love that, that young, uh, very, um, you know, impressionable young mind that yeah. like sees things like, and like you said, uh, before in my book, they might see a picture of, uh, you know, one of the guys in poison and then they get exposed to Judas priest and right. they might not even know who Judas priest was. Yeah. And then they look in the book and they start exploring. So I'm kind of using my book as a little bit of an encyclopedia of, of the rock and the music and actually the fashion that helped create the visual imagery of that yeah. time. Yeah. I mean, it totally is an encyclopedia of the time period. And, you know, I, I get a kick out of when I see, you know, like a teenager wearing a Slayer t-shirt or a Metallica shirt. And, you know, I, I get a kick out of talking to them and seeing like if they actually know anything about the band. And I'm surprised every time that, you know, at least not every time, but 75, 80% of the time that these kids know as much about that, that band, that their t-shirt they're wearing, that's a band that started in 1982, as they do about anything that may be happening today that's in the rock scene. And it really is exciting to be able to continually expose kids and, you know, young adults to the music that really defined an era for me, and obviously for you and, and all of this music, and really lived through the world of MTV, you know, that exposed the imagery to people to put it to the sounds. I, I feel that the generation, the, the decade, it was the MTV decade, really, because there wasn't anything before that. And afterwards, it kind of fizzled out at the end yeah. of, you know, I don't know when it was, but probably in the 90s, it, sure. it started it started going away. But the 80s really was, was it. And it really helped brand a lot of the bands. And uh, I just feel that uh, there won't be another genre of music that had such exposure as that that's right. why they sold so many records and yeah. albums you know yeah. it's it's like a it was like a mtv was like a radio station yeah. you know it's like if you're if your song was played on a radio station in your town or in your in your area tri-state area <clears throat> chances are you go to record stores and it sells out there yep and and the whole idea for these promo guys was to go into each territory could you imagine how much what what these record company people had to do to work yeah and and they had to do it. And now it's just on the internet and it's out there. And unfortunately it goes out there and it kind of goes away pretty quick where back in the day, it really stuck around because you had to, to sell records and yeah. to make money. Oh, for sure. You had like the, the guys who were in radio promotion, you know, that had territories, they had a, they had to grind it, you know, so a lot more went into getting a band popular and played on the radio than just throwing a clip up on YouTube or TikTok and seeing if it goes viral for 20 minutes. You know, there was a lot, a lot more invested into every single band to, to make it, you know, that's why, you know, the, the heyday of bands striving to get signed, you know, it doesn't seem like that's, that's the goal anymore for these bands. It's not necessarily to get signed. It's to get a viral video for, you know, two weeks on TikTok, you know, so really it, it's, I think that that's a big reason why all these bands from, you know, the seventies and the eighties and mostly the eighties, you know, have these rabid followings of people that just consume it and they're not letting it go. And they're passing it down to their kids and their kids' kids, which is really awesome. And, and I think what's going to make this, you know, really great for everybody that's part of it. I agree. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's, uh, you just got to, Keep it, keep it going. Keep the torch, the rock and roll torch going. <laughs> Amen. So let's let's end on that for now, and um, we're gonna keep putting out some great episodes with people that everyone wants to hear, and some new guys and new bands, and people that are just influenced by the decade that rocked. I'm looking forward to 
reaching out to my old friends yeah. and meeting new friends. Cause like you said before, we're going to reach out to new bands that were influenced by the, these bands that, that we're kind of like focusing on, but we're going to re- go outside the box as well. For sure. And it's going to be a great time for me to rekindle some old relationships that most of them I I've talked to and know and, and kind of, but this is kind of gives me a reason to, to stay in tune and to help promote my book too and spread the word. Yeah, for sure. And everyone, if you have any questions or you want to drop us a line, you can do so at, at the decade that rock.com Mark's website for his book and check out all the awesome pictures, see some great merchandise and even more merchandise to come. Stay tuned for an awesome celebration of the decade that rocked.